Welcome to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. I'm your host, Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, certified life coach, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help high-achieving boss women lose their weight for the last damn time and up-level their lives. When it comes to your health, weight loss, and this thing called life, I'm not saying it'll always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. One of the most common types of overeating is nighttime eating. People often tell me that they're good all day long until the evening hits. Then out of nowhere, they're hit with all of the urges to eat as soon as the sun goes down, as soon as the kids go to bed, as soon as they close their laptop. So today I'm going to share five reasons why we overeat at night and what to do to stop it. Reason number one, you're actually hungry because you didn't eat enough during the day. If you are actually physically hungry, you need to eat. Eating after a certain time is not the reason why you're overweight. Overeating is the reason why you're overweight. Eating more than your body needs is what leads to overweight. One of the best ways to lose weight is to create a safe relationship with food, especially with hunger. This is why I teach weight loss the way that I do, because it creates food freedom. You don't need to be afraid or intimidated by certain foods. Food is neutral. When you stop to ask yourself, am I hungry? And the answer is yes. Give your body food. Diets have glorified extreme hunger as a requirement to lose weight. But studies have shown that overhunger actually causes weight gain. Here's why. When your body fears that it won't get enough food, it will demand that you eat often and in big amounts. So ignoring hunger is what sets us up for deprivation and overeating cycles. So listen, if you're hungry and it's 9 p.m., just eat something. A piece of fruit or a handful of nuts is not going to throw off the scale because it's after hours. Remember, you're honoring your body's signals. When you don't honor your body's signals, you break trust with yourself. That's what diets do, and that's why they're so harmful in the long run. Reason number two, you're doing what's called relaxation eating, which is something that we especially women, do in the evenings after a long-ass day when we're expected to be and do everything for everyone. We have families to take care of while juggling a job, running a business, being a good friend, a good boss, a good partner, managing the household. It makes sense that after a full day of ignoring your own needs, you get the first sense of relaxation when you sit down to eat dinner. And then you just want to check out. So now, when you start eating, your body is flooded with dopamine, the feel-good hormone. And now, your dinner is distracting you from thinking about your never-ending to-do list that lives in your mind. We tell ourselves, it's time to eat so we can relax now. But if you're checked out and mindlessly eating, you're going to overeat because you're not tuned in to your cues. And unfortunately, when we eat to relax, we end up feeling guilty for both overeating and for relaxing, even if it was just for a little bit. So one way to reduce relaxation eating is to combine actual relaxing with dinner. Make sure you decide ahead of time two things, what you would love to do during that time and what you'll remind yourself to think while you do it. For example, set a timer for 30 minutes, eat your dinner until you've reached enough, and then tell yourself, for the rest of this half hour, I'm just gonna relax. What you do during relaxation time has to be relaxing, not productive like answering emails or texting people. If you've been eating to relax, 
whatever you do has to be equally as easy to do as eating. It needs to be something that calms your nervous system down after a long day. For me, that can sometimes be scrolling the funny meme accounts that I follow on Instagram or watching one of my trashy reality TV shows. One important caveat though, is that at first, as with any habit, you're going to feel resistance to just sitting there and doing nothing productive, but eating. You're likely gonna think, I shouldn't be doing this. Just remind yourself, I'm okay. This is not something to feel guilty about. This is self-care. Reason number three, you're allowing yourself to get too hungry during the day. If you've experienced past diet trauma, you may have relied on chronic hunger or extreme hunger as a key component. So even feeling basic hunger can trigger extreme, almost desperate responses to eat. Often this looks like eating while you cook. You know food is coming, but your body is overreacting to hunger. While you work on your food urges that we discussed in the previous episode, make sure that you do two things. First, When you experience slight hunger, make sure that you're not pushing yourself to be too hungry. In the beginning, slight hunger might mean having a thought like, I think I'm hungry. If your body is not used to waiting for hunger, you may not feel your physical cues yet. That's okay. If you think you're hungry, just eat. But always check in for the small signs. One day you will feel them, especially when you start creating a sense of safety around being hungry. Because truly, hunger is not an emergency. But if you've had past diet trauma, it can trigger feelings of angst when you feel even the slightest twinge because your habit brain thinks that you're doing that deprivation shit again. That's all that's happening. That's why it's important to remind yourself, I'm okay. Remind yourself during the times that you might be extra hungry due to a missed meal that You don't need extra food. Your stomach is about the size of a fist. So there's really not that much room for extras. Reason number four. You're a people pleaser that turns into a rebel at night. A lot of us spend our days being good. The good mom, the good boss, the good wife, the good employee. We pretend to be perfect and people please all day so everyone else can be happy. Trying to be perfect and good at the expense of yourself is exhausting. So at night, when everyone's in bed, all you want to do is eat and eat alone. When you eat alone, it's the only time that you allow yourself to do things that you want. It's the one time of the day that no one is telling you what to do or asking you to do something for them. So in order to nip that in the bud, you have to look at how you spend your days and decide what you need to change. Do you need to ask for help? Do you need to set some boundaries? Are you afraid of disappointing people? My mentor, Brooke Castillo, says, if someone's going to be disappointed in how I live my life, it shouldn't be me. It should be you. So decide where you keep disappointing yourself over and over again for the sake of others. And then stop doing it. I know this feels hard, but this is sabotage. The sabotage that stops you from losing weight. Most of my clients are people pleasers, and we spend a lot of time working on boundaries because it's one of the most detrimental things when you're on this journey. Ask yourself these questions. What changes do I need to make in my relationships and obligations? What expectations 
do I have for myself that are too high? What can I do to start caring more for myself so that eating is not my only form of relief? And reason number five that you may be overeating at night is that your stress hormones are crashing. This happens to a lot of us, actually. We're busy all day being a boss. And in order to be productive and get shit done, your body has turned up the hormones, adrenaline and cortisol to keep you functioning. Imagine your hormones being like a roller coaster, climbing up that first hill. The hormones build up slowly all day long. Unfortunately, even though they climb slowly, these hormones don't slowly burn off. Instead, just like a roller coaster, your hormones drop on the other side, just like your stomach does when you're on the other side of that roller coaster hill. And when this happens, you don't go from feeling on to feeling calm. Instead, your body quickly flushes those hormones out, leaving you feeling exhausted instead of back to normal. When this happens, many of us use food to return to our baseline. So how can we stop this from happening? The best way to deal with this is to anticipate it. You'd be surprised at how just knowing why things happen gives you some power to change your reaction. I recommend setting 10 to 20 minutes aside to relax at the end of the day. Your body needs time to dump the hormones and return to a normal state. And your brain and your nervous system need to calm down. Remind yourself, I knew this would happen. Instead of judging yourself for crashing and thinking, oh my God, why am I so tired? I shouldn't be this tired. Of course you should be tired. Your body is having a normal physiological response to a busy or exhausting day. So the best way to overcome nighttime eating is to get to the root cause of why. Now that you know the five main reasons why nighttime eating happens, figure out which ones resonate for you and go from there. Find your patterns. What typically triggers you to have these unplanned overeats at night? Is it when your kids are cranky? Is it when you've had a long day? Is it when your partner's working late? Is it when your partner's out of town? Remember, the first step to any transformation is awareness. The more data you have, the easier it is to make changes. The next time you have an urge to eat at night for any other reason than genuine physical hunger, decide that you're not going to and implement one of the tips from this episode. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. To learn more about how to work with me, go to eva.fit and click on the work with me button. While you're there, be sure to check out my free weight loss resources so that you can get a jumpstart on your journey. I'll see you there.